Hello and welcome to NetCast, where we are taking an in-depth approach to sharing the good news about Jesus Christ. I am your host, Mark Hatfield, and I hope that you are encouraged by these studies in the Word of God. We invite your feedback and would love to have you as a regular part of our listening audience. Please stay with us for today's message. Warning, the following material is intended for mature audiences. While this is a Bible study, the Song of Songs is written with references to sexual themes, intimate textual innuendos, and suggestive figurative language that may not be suitable for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It is recommended that you approach this book from God with pure motives and pray that His will in preserving these song lyrics can be a blessing to you. It is advisable that if you have been enjoying this podcast with young ears present, that you refrain from doing so at this time. Wait until you are in a private setting to continue. Thank you for taking this word of caution into consideration as we begin today's episode. Welcome back and thank you for joining me for another episode of NetCast. You are listening to Season 4, Episode 12 of the Love Awakening series, and this is our study on the Song of Songs. You should have your Bible open to Chapter 1, verses 15 through 17 for our message today, and we've titled that message, A Canopy of Praise. Now before we get started, let's cover the trivia question from the last episode, and I wanted to know in Song of Songs, Chapter 1 and Verse 15, The young man tells the young girl that she is beautiful, but how does he describe her eyes? None of our listeners submitted a correct answer, so I will read the scripture and then provide the answer. In Song of Songs, chapter 1 and verse 15, we find... How beautiful you are, my darling. How beautiful you are. Your eyes are like doves. The eyes of this young lady are described like doves. Now we're going to go into more detail in today's episode about those eyes. So let's get started. In chapter 1, verses 15 to 17 of the Song of Songs, we hear more exchanges of praise for the way these young people feel about each other. Actually, verse 15 and 16 begin with similar praises of how beautiful and how handsome. These words in the original language mean more than pretty and cute. Later in the song, we will see the way that the lover feels about his beloved girl. In Song of Songs, chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, we see the young man offer similar praise for her eyes. You have made my heart beat faster, my sister, my bride. You have made my heart beat faster with a single glance of your eyes with a single strand of your necklace. A single glance with her eyes is all that it takes to get his heart racing. And then in Song of Songs, chapter 6, verses 4 and 5, he tells her that her eyes send him into a state of confusion because they are so beautiful. He says, You are as beautiful as Terza, my darling, as lovely as Jerusalem, as awesome as an army with banners. Turn your eyes away from me, for they have confused me. Now, he goes on to tell her in verse 15 that her eyes are like doves. Whether she has eyes like a dove or they're shaped like a dove, as portrayed in Egyptian paintings, of this we are not certain. Whatever it means directly, it is an attractive feature to the lover in the song. And Jesus spoke of the dove as a symbol of innocence in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 16. Perhaps he sees innocence in her eyes. 
Most of us know that look in the eyes that comes with a growing relationship, and in particular, a relationship of love. It could also be that her eyes were white in appearance and not yellowed or red from some medical condition. Now she responds to his praise in telling him that he is charming, attractive, and delightful. That is the meaning of the word handsome there that we find in the text. This is a vital part of any relationship. They are not telling little lies about the other's looks just to gain access to love, but they are rather telling each other how they truly feel about one another. When was the last time you took a moment to look over your beloved and praise them for the features that drive your passion for them? If this is not happening in your relationship, it may be time to reassure your spouse that you still find them attractive. We need to know we are loved. The next time your spouse asks you, why do you love me? Have a ready answer and be willing to share the particulars. It's okay to highlight some features about them that simply drive you wild. In this short section of verses at the end of chapter 1, she mentions the couch again, as if to draw from her imaginations in verse 12. Now let me suggest that the bed in this verse is probably out in nature, and the reason it is luxurious is due to the fact that they can make each other feel like king and queen, and therefore appear like royalty in each other's hearts. The beams and the rafters of the houses, not literal houses, but rather the trees of the forest, provide them with many choices for where they can be together. They take themselves away from civilization and society and reveal their heartfelt longings for each other, which will ultimately be fulfilled in their marriage bed. They created a canopy in nature that allowed them a place to praise one another. We all need our favorite places to go with our lover. It could be that we visit a special location in the countryside for an afternoon drive to find a place to picnic, or it could be a simple trip to our favorite local restaurant to sit at a table for two in a far corner of the establishment. The point is that this place of refuge is meaningful to both, and it will allow them to get away from whatever in life seems to stand in the way of enjoying each other. During these many excursions, we find time to praise and adore the one we admire and hold near and dear to our heart. In this case, the man and woman of our story weren't shacking up, but they were actually dating or courting. They were out hiking and finding an oasis in the woods away from the crowded streets of the inner city to build their relationship. Sometimes it is those serene places where we can focus on our beloved so that we see them in their fullness without distraction and we learn to appreciate the finest qualities in them. Here we identify the features that make them unique and pleasurable to us. In essence, we are creating a canopy of praise when we get together in a secluded place to imbibe deeply the lover to which we are committed for life. Now let's take just a few moments to make some spiritual application of the lesson for today. We will never feel closer to our Lord than when we are among His creation. He has expressed over and over again His love for us. He is madly in love with us. When we pray or when we sing the praises of our Lord, we are reciprocating the love that has been extended to us. Some of the deepest devotion that we share with the Lord takes place when we leave all others and the distractions around us and invite the Lord to join us under the dome of a secluded getaway. We are most vulnerable in this environment, but it is the only place where we will find true intimacy with God. Perhaps the teachings of Jesus come to mind, where we are told to visit the closet to pray. Jesus made his closet on a high mountain, completely alone. Find your special place and get there as often as you are able. Praise him. He thinks the world of you. Enough to die for you. While many a man has said he would die for the love of his life, Jesus literally followed through on the promise. He rose again and is anticipating a grand wedding day where the church becomes 
his eternal bride. Question number one for today to keep you thinking about the lesson is what is it about nature walks that creates an enlivened place for love to thrive? Number two, do you find value in praising the love of your life and do you appreciate when it is reciprocated? Number three, how do we keep our praise fresh without sounding cliche or redundant? Number four, using the same ideology about being alone with a lover in nature, do you see the same value in visiting a wooded place to pray and praise the Lord? And finally, number five, what is your favorite passage where the Bible reveals how God values you in your relationship with Him? The offer still stands that is connected with the Love Awakening series. If you partner with Netcast during our fourth season, I will be sending you the complete text outline on the Song of Songs, but I'm also including the supplemental PowerPoint to guide you in your study. If you want to become a partner or make a donation, you can send PayPal donations using netcasthost at gmail.com or visit patreon.com forward slash netcast to learn more about how you can get on board with this podcast. If you are not able to support this ministry effort financially at this time, would you please consider doing one of the following? First, please subscribe and continue to be a dedicated listener. Next, please share Netcast with your friends and family and encourage them to subscribe. Finally, consider leaving a review for the podcast so that your positive feedback could encourage others to listen. Take a few moments after we leave today to visit our website at netcasthost.com. Here you're going to find transcripts of the podcast on the blog. You can sign up for our free newsletter, become a member of Netcast, and join absolutely free, which will give you access to hidden portions of the podcast host site like our members forum and so much more. Don't forget to check out our social media sites on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to like and follow the podcast as we use these sites to keep you current on what is happening with Netcast. All new episodes are announced on these media outlets. Before we part today, I want to ask you a trivia question for the next episode. In chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, the young girl starts out by saying, I am the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valleys. Her lover then responds in such a way as to make her feel so special. He says, like a lily among blank. If you know how to fill in that blank, please let us know the answer to the question and you could be featured on the next episode. All you have to do is visit our website at netcasthost.com forward slash trivia, record and submit your answer. We will review it and if it is correct, you will be a part of the next episode. That is all I have for you today. I want to thank you for listening and may God bless you richly in Jesus Christ, our Lord.